Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, <laughs> where we play Dungeons and Dragons in a basement and then put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the dungeon master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush, and this is officially episode ten of Duck Duck Dice. We're That's in the double digits now. Wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who thought we'd last this long? Yeah, Guys, we can go on our Pokemon journey. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, our next milestone is triple digits. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Um, Screw 50. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, just a uh, couple of quick shout outs here. Thanks to Clint for doing all the tech stuff and editing the videos and posting them. Um, shout out to Danny for doing all of the. Uh, you know, Twitter stuff and growing our following there. Alex for letting us use his basement. Um, Shyla for having a character who is so easy <laughs> to place somewhere else in the event that you are gone. I know, it's perfect. Yes. And Zach, I'm here too. Thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you found the time. <laughs> Um, and why not? Quick shout out for Will Savino of D20 Music, who we use on here. Kevin McLeod, Tabletop Audio, cool creators who you should check out. Zach's our snack guru. You don't diminish Zach, that. That's true. You do bring the best snacks. You just come in here hot with some Reese's out of nowhere. So good. Yeah. Where would we be without our peanut butter fix? Wait, uh, that's not how I thought you were going to end that. <laughs> <laughs> There's peanut butter every night. <laughs> you don't eat out of the communal jar like all What's of us? What's that, <laughs> guys? <laughs> oh, um, next time we should go to, we should just like, instead of doing olive oil, it's all peanut butter. There we go. <laughs> yes. Um, Torca yeah. changes their, <laughs> their crop just to peanuts. <laughs> peanut butter and ochre Can't jelly. Anyone familiar with ochre jelly? We just fought one. Uh, it's, yeah, they're it's gross and terrible. I, one. I thought yeah. you were like okra. Okra jelly. <laughs> oh, that's like, worse. I'd rather have ochre jelly, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but Duck Duck Dice is a Party File Games production, and Clinton's going to tell you about the other thing that he does. Yeah, we do a podcast every week on Tuesday nights uh, at 8 o'clock. So if you want to watch that, you can tune in and listen to me, uh, Dan. Curry, a local comedian who's trying to uh, prove that he's more than just a comedian. Get <laughs> <laughs> shit on Dan Day, And then apparently. Neil, who lives in New York and isn't a comedian uh, and doesn't need to prove anything. <laughs> All very talented in their own ways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we talk about video games uh, and video game news, uh, new releases, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so if you're interested in that, give it a give it a look, see, give it a listen. Um, you can get it on any of your podcast things. It's called Game Goose, uh, and we have a pretty big backlog. So if you want to binge watch it, binge listen to it, I mean, you can do that. Binge skip it. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could start. You could go right. back and not listen to all of them in a row. Yeah, you wow. could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh if we're a way to like also still get views from that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh this week, tomorrow, Neil has been playing a video game and he's going to a genre buster for him. So 
<coughs> a game he typically wouldn't play. We made him play it, and we're going to hear his thoughts on it and make him summarize the story so far, which is going to be interesting. Spoiler alert, half of this table is going to be real mad in the chat if you want to join. Is it a JRPG? It is. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, what kind of plotline and story could I, <laughs> be interesting for somebody else to retell? <laughs> I'm so yeah, is this a one. classic or is this a newer one? It's a classic. Oh JRPG. man! So, but you'll have to tune in to find uh, out. I think it, I don't know actually. I think it is a newer game, but I mean, it's is, a it, classic. Is, it, is it like within? I don't two know. years. I don't know. And no, it's only in two years. I think it's within twenty. <laughs> it's within twenty. <laughs> is that what we're considering new? <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, <clears throat> I have no idea how old it is, but it's. it's I think it's probably like. 2006-ish? No? Why did you say when it is if you fucking know? <laughs> it's from 2000. Okay. So there you go. Oh, Barbara. <laughs> Good luck, Barbara. <laughs> Alright. Anything else? Nope. Well then, let us begin. In the early morning hours of the Halcyon Plateau, the city of Hornrock is quiet and somber. Our heroes awake to a day of mourning to honor the victims of the murderer, Grizzle the Fury, whom was slain by the group the day before. It was a harrowing previous day for the heroes, who not only slayed Grizzle in combat, but also saved the city's water supply from a devious booby trap laid by the now deceased fugitive. While the city may be quiet, the group will not be lying low. They are now seeking out information about the mysterious Gem Faithful cult and trying to find out more about the disappearances surrounding the group. Our heroes sit over a breakfast of potatoes and bacon, prepared by Dromley, the innkeep of the bronze trumpet, who is lighting small candles in the window of his tavern. Well, what's the plan for today? Shall we take a day of mourning as well, or shall we get down to business and get out of this sand-blasted city. I'm, I'm ready to leave Horn Rock anytime. I assume all the shops are closed today, so I got nothing. I mean, I don't really want to head out without picking up my sword, but I don't really know what else to do on a day of mourning. Well, we can head out to the Gem Faithful, see what we can find, and get our cart that was promised if we look into it, and get out of this town. That's true. Or we could wait for the caravan, but I'd rather not. Well, I think we can wait for the caravan way. either way, but... So to the Gem Faithful. Gem Faithful. They're holed up in our, uh, in our mine that we found out, right? Mm-hmm. The Clapper Stash Mine. Bless, yesterday, we, we didn't have a lot of time to talk about it, but you had mentioned that you had found something out about the Gem Faithful? Yeah. Something about some of them missing? So, there were two missing. And while I was working, someone came over for supplies while working on the temple. And I overheard them talking about two missing colleagues. So, stepping, stopping by them and seeing what we could do to help them. It would mean a lot. This is the Gem Faithful themselves. It was, um... It was two of the... It was, yes, the Acolytes of Light. Mm. Their uh, tiefling colleague had returned for supplies. 
um, after they had ventured out into the plateau to investigate the gem faithful. Um, and she had returned um, for supplies and had mentioned that two of her colleagues had gone missing. The details you were not privy to. But from what you know, those acolytes of light had been staying at the, the temple. Yeah, the gem faithful commune. Before they headed out. So if we can head there, because if they weren't killed by our who shall not be named, um, then something else happened. I am starting to wonder about all these disappearances myself. Well, do we have anything to linger here for? Uh, I need to ask a quick question of Dromley on the way out, but it shouldn't take more than a moment. Do you have to let it linger? Sorry. <laughs> what? Cranberries. <laughs> I said linger, I didn't even think of cranberries. Oh, do you okay. have to? Okay. <laughs> do you have to let it linger? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Completely off topic. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, Eric? Mad dead. That much is apparent. How's your gut feeling? Great. Good. Your chest? Healthy? Good. Well, I would hope so. Your puncture I... wound? Missing? Cool. Lex is just going to clear off his blade. And... Oh. I healed him. I don't understand what's happening here. Of course he's fine. Just checking. Jomley is kind of over in the larger kind of like dining area, just kind of reading a book at a table. Huh. I will Never wander. Never would have thought he was capable. <laughs> <laughs> I will wander over mm-hmm. to my good friend Jomley, <laughs> the kindly innkeeper. And also literate. <laughs> <laughs> Big big time reading program here in the city of Draw me the, draw me the literate. Exactly. That's what they call it. Yeah. It's very taboo for innkeepers to be able to read and porn rock. Price things make menus now. Yeah. Defies mm. that curve. You walk over to Dromley. Um, excuse me, did did you have a chance to send out that letter I gave you last night? Oh yeah, that I did. Um, we're gonna go out for the day. Probably. I'm not sure when we'll be back, but could you hold on to any response if you get it? I will certainly do that. Thank you. And you guys head out to the Temple of Arknara? I... I... Alright. Captain? Um, could somebody please roll a d12 for me, and then somebody else please roll a d100 for d12. me? D12. For go, sandstorm time. <laughs> <laughs> 88. Okay. Four. <laughs> God, I hate sandstorms. Uh, Perfect for a day of morning. So, you all head towards the Temple of Arknara, crossing over the main thoroughfare, past the statue of Kranto, the original mine master, uh, leaving the Forge Ward and heading into the Hearth Block. Um, as you begin to walk into that neighborhood, um, you can hear sort of a sound of 
metal jingling together. Um, and it's coming from this very sun-baked looking, very old, scrawny, gaunt, um, weathered old man who's kind of leaning up against a cart. Um, and he's shaking what looks like a, a bent kind of cup. Um, sounds like some coins are maybe jingling inside of it. Human guy? Yep. And you can see, too, that his body is... It's kind of hard to tell, um, but as you kind of approach and get a little closer, you know, it's not only is he very tanned, but he is covered in tattoos and scars. Uh, and he's just kind of... The tattoos? Are they... I don't know, anything of significance? Like... I don't know how else to ask. Do I recognize any of the symbols, or are they just, like, art? Uh, make an investigation check. Thirteen? You can tell that, um, they are... They cover almost from, like, his knuckles all the way up his arms. You can see across his chest and his stomach, his back, down his legs. Um, but his kind of wrinkled and suntanned skin and um, kind of masks whatever they once were and they've been kind of sun bleached and faded and don't look particularly well done. Hmm. I'm going to pull out a gold coin as we walk by and flip it to him into his cup. Alright. Um, Damn. Rich. Let's do the same. As it hits, you hear... Hey, hey now. Hey. He starts kind of smelling his cup. He's like, blood. The open air. The smell of steel to flesh. Are you all the ones that killed Grizzle? That we are, yes. Why? And as you look at him, you see that his eyes are that milky glass. Um of cataracts um, and he doesn't seem to look at you when he speaks he kind of drifts his head around and he says I've I've been I've spent my days adventuring like you and I never achieved what I set out to achieve tell me you wayfarers been successful here in Horn Rock, do you think that will carry over to the rest of your exploits? I mean, I hope so. I don't really think about those things. What yeah. comes will. Agreed. Mostly just been traveling and just getting into situations. I don't really put too much thought into any of it. And he reaches down into the cup and he pulls out this vial, a very simple glass vial with a cork in it. And there is a small, maybe the size of a marble, black pebble inside of it. And he holds it out and says, this is what brought me here. I can't see it through its end. And he kind of holds it out. What is it? 
Just let's take, take it. it and then pass it. As to as him. you pull it out of his hand, his hand just drops and he slumps over. I try and catch him. I mean, he's oh. sitting on the ground. Oh, so I'm he's just kind of like check him over. Make a medicine check. Don't you need that? <laughs> kind of tap my foot <laughs> impatiently. Thirteen. Um, he has died. Looking over him, um, he is very old, battle-scarred, worn, malnourished, dehydrated, um, and it was because of those ailments that he has now perished. Um, 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 I, I just look around and I was like, does anyone know this man? I can't, I can't There's no this. one really out right now. <laughs> I wonder what his name was. Oh. Do we take him somewhere? <laughs> Is... What do I do? I can't heal him. Um, just looking at him, I try and see if there's any... Maybe any sort of uh, tattoo legible enough to like get an identity. Like Maybe just like a first name even for this guy. Make a investigation check. At least you can get your gold coin back. Well, I was gonna use it to uh, give him funeral rights or whatever. Yeah, that's a three. Yeah. Oh, Lex. You can see what looks like mate. There were some letters. He doesn't have the branding of VSX on his neck. <laughs> yeah. Lex isn't. Uh, doesn't have the tagline of the literate. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we find a guard and let them? do with what they do to folks that this happens to. A guard or maybe a, someone from the temple. When I added to the temple, I suppose we can bring him along. That's, can you pick him up for me? Uh, yeah. Man, I hope a guard finds us before we get to the temple. <laughs> Carrying around this dead body. We're Bless. heroes of the city. They won't give us any trouble. <laughs> We can do whatever. I hand it off to you because I have no idea what it is. Do I recognize it at all? I'm looking at it. As in what type of rock it is? Yeah. You recognize it as a small black Um, pebble. Make a uh, make a nature check. No, no, I don't. It is a a dark black rock. That's still a five. Wow. No. Um, but no, it's a, just a, a circular, um... So it's round? I would say it look... It, it, Is it a, it, like, perfect sphere? It's more like, um... So, you know how, like, a golf ball has kind of, like, po- like dimples on it? Um, it actually... It kind of looks like a D20, actually. With sort of, obviously, Facet. much smaller... Fa- yeah, flat, um, sort of sections of it. But its overall shape is round. Does Can it, I see it? Sure. Does it have that like telltale tingly-ish? You pour it out of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a geez. black, shiny rock. <laughs> I was really thinking. Just, <laughs> <poof. laughs> just <laughs> eats, eats my arm. Well, is it magical? Um. Shouldn't you be holding it out to him? Yeah, Lex, touch it. Well, you don't oh, have to. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> He's holding the pen. <laughs> Just hold it to his forehead. 
All right, I'll, yeah. I'll cast Detect Magic. <laughs> All right. Um, a few things pop based on the gear that your compatriots are carrying um, that you can see, but not the rock. I don't... It doesn't seem to be magical. It might be only just, like, a bunch of weird colors now. Um, yeah, you're kind of... Like, Lex starts to gl- glow, and is this... Um, he would be the one to see it, though. Huh? He'd be the one to see it, wouldn't he? No, no. when he no. casts Detect Magic, he glows. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of the shifting of colors between, like, red and whatever else you guys have. I'm this I'm weird red. disco kid carrying a dead man. Yes. Well... If we weren't conspicuous before. <laughs> Can we please hurry to the temple? Almost as if by practice, every time he flashes a new color, I try to match it to the school of magic that it comes from. <laughs> Conjuration! Abjuration! Necromancy! Is there anything about it that seems extraordinary? Um, I would say looking at it, it, it doesn't look like looking around on the ground like a rock. Like, to find something like this would be Strange. Please don't be a kid this time. I'll put it back in the vial and all right. Put it in my bag. But uh, bless. Where where are we supposed to take him? We're taking him to the temple. Oh, that would be yeah. Added to get inventory. That okay. The best place I know. I I guess lead the way, please. All right. Continue to the temple. All right. You all approach as the ivy-covered stone ruins, uh, or moss-covered, I'm sorry. Um, very big difference there, different green plants. Mm-hmm. Moss-covered stone stone ruins of the Temple of Arcanara are being rebuilt by the diligent hands of her followers in a quiet corner of the hearth ward. And as you all approach, some of them kind of like, oh, look, bless his back. It's back. Um, and a the head priest, a man that you know by the name of Melvin, a human man with dark brown skin, green robes, um, bald um, head that the morning sunlight kind of glints off of, and these he's got these piercing green eyes and small gauges in his ear. And he approaches us. Hello again, bless. Hello, I've brought. I didn't mean to bring trouble in your door, but I point to Lex. We found a man. Are you still going? I, I hope not. I hope <laughs> not at this point. <laughs> um, he perished in the morning sun, and well, I didn't know where to bring him. We can pay for his funeral rites if you. No, I insist. We'll. Uh... Well, he had these two gold pieces on him. At least take them. The gold that we gave him. The, the yeah. one, the one gold piece. Well, she gave him. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, and he had like three copper pieces jingling around in his cup. Um, he says, "Well, well, you're not paying anything. Let's just call that a donation, because the uh, honoring those that have completed their circle of life is, uh, well, we'll uh, we'll give him back to Arknara. We'll treat him right." Give him his rites of passage as he descends on to the next. Does anyone happen to know who he may have been? He was just out on the street and we didn't tell us anything. <coughs> I can ask the other followers, but we usually stick pretty close to the temple, but I can ask around. See if he maybe had family in town. And two followers come in 
take the body away from you. Well, Melvin, I'm not here to work today, sadly. Um, because there's much work to be done still. Just... And you've been a great asset, Bless. We really appreciate it. Thank you. But we are here about the tiefling like myself, named Rare, who was here. Yes. Um, she spoke of two missing of her group, and I wish to go find her and help. Yeah, she was looking into the uh, Gem Faithful. Yes. We met her uh, compatriots a while back when they came into town, stayed here at night. I believe their names were uh, Herman, Dragonborn, and Dips, a halfling. Seemed like nice folk. What were the names again? Sorry. Uh, Herman and Dips. Dipsy Herman. One was Dragonborn and one was a Yep, Herman's yep. Dragonborn. So, uh, you know, I don't really know much personally about the Gem Faithful, but something in here in my notes will tell me what I do know. Uh, so we've, I'm sure like all of you, heard that there's some disappearances surrounding that group. Uh, they've got a small house down in the mining area uh, that they're what I think are their recruiters or their missionaries stay in when they're in town. And uh, from what I understand, one of the uh, folks that went disappearing is from Horn Rock. But you don't think they just joined up with the Gem Faithful and decided not to come back? Well, I mean, that's kind of the story I've heard, at least, of this uh, one girl, Frances, who went and joined. Uh, heard her mom was real upset by it. But uh, she went off and joined, and I don't know, I guess people haven't heard from her since. But for all I know, she could just be there and not want to talk to anybody. Do the Gem Faithful, do they bother the other temples? Do they come around? They've swung by, but I think they know we're pretty confident in our own faith and move on to others. Mm. But I do know that Francis's mom is over in the Forge Ward. If you wanted to go talk to her, she might know something. Well, do we want to head that way, or do we want to go straight to the Gem Faithful? I don't think we can get much out of her mama if she hasn't heard from her in a while. That's true, but she might have been acting strange the day she disappeared. And if she was? It might... Well, I'm not saying the Gem Faithful aren't willingly bringing in people, but they might not be. <clears throat> but we can go straight there, that's fine. Sounds like it's for the best. Yep. Well, good luck to you all. Hope you, uh... So, 
are you you're looking to the gym faithful then? Is that are you doing that for rare? Or do you got did you guys have someone go missing? Well, no one missing in our group, but we just wanted to look into it. We, we're waiting for the caravan. We got nothing better to do, really. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Let me know if I can uh, be of any service. You always have a welcome place here. Thank you. And he goes back to it. I figured we were not supposed to tell people about the Stedman, so I did not. He was pretty plain about that, actually. So, yes. Yeah. No matter how much I trust them, I figure I'll keep a the deal for now. You know what? I should have asked him now that I think about it. If he'd recognize that symbol that we found in Grizzle's hideout yesterday. Well, you tried to explain to him before, but have you drawn it out at all? I have. Get out my book. Alright. Now that I can see a picture of it, can I try again to figure out what it is? Yes. And I would just say, remember you have guidance too. I was gonna call for that. <laughs> <laughs> can I have guidance? Yeah. So you say a little before me. And then you... <laughs> I'm going to ask, talking to myself, if either of us know what this is. Oof. Let's see. Seems mm-hmm. unlikely at this point. I know, right? That's going to be 15. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Finally, above a 12. You said, oof. I was like, oh, no. I mean, I rolled a 9, but I got a 4 on my oh, guidance. Nice. I was like, thank goodness. Yeah. So, you see it, and talking to Elmerius, the meaning of this symbol makes itself known to you. This is a symbol of Vashar, the toil bringer. He is a fairly elusive demonic prince, um, but you know that he is revered by those sadistic enough to take pleasure in torture and murder. And that dark lore about Vashar claims that bringing pain, fear, and death to the innocent in the name of Vashar can reap insidious rewards to those who attempt it. And worship of this fiendish entity is forbidden and outlawed in the Fire Swing Kingdom. Well then, um, I ex- explain this as best I can uh, to Kaya. This would explain our insane now dead man and his actions. If he was worshipping someone as fiendish as this. I agree. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. <laughs> Should have subscribed. No. Cool. Oh, yeah. Expect to see some and, honk emotes in the chat. And the, you would know, too, that, like, try, like attempting to worship Vishar the Toilbringer, um, many a, like, petty thief or cutthroat have tried it um, and it doesn't always like end well like reaching out to him is a risk in and of itself um, but somebody like Grizzle who actually accomplished in his evil deeds right. had a better track record yes 
So that may explain some of the more unearthly aspects of Grizzle that you all noticed. Yeah, just a bit. Does he promote uh, the chaos and everything as well? What do you mean? Well, you said like he's sadistic, uh, the followers torture people, kill people, etc. Et yeah. But it also seemed like Grizzle was uh, pretty heavily into just causing general chaos. Yeah, I mean, that would pain, death, okay. you know, toil and torment to people. And, and, I mean, for the most part, that's kind of what Grizzle was, you know, doing. I mean, torment is kind of like surprise violence. You freak right. people out. That sounds awful. Well, luckily, he's dead now. It's just the problem with anybody else. Good thing we murdered him. Are there... Are there a lot of followers of demonic princes? I mean... (laughs) It happens. I would say it's it's rare and it's a very... um, you know, it's, it's, you find rare occurrences of it, um, and when people are found to engage in that sort of behavior, they are usually, like, jailed or Snuffed executed. Out. Yes. Um, and it is something that is very, um, you know, underground, not something that is done in the open whatsoever. My dad's band is called the Snuff Queens. <laughs> well, I would hope it's rare. I haven't seen it that I feel like that's often. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, is Vishar possibly anything I might have heard whispered in my past? Mm-mm. All right. Well, hopefully, that's the last we hear of it then. So, do we want to go straight to the Gem Faithful Commune, or do we want to grab a horse and cart from the Stud Master? Oh, I I think that the horse and cart was for after we took care of this problem. All right. Alright. Somebody roll a d12 and a d100 for me. I'll do the d100, I guess. Roll, roll again. That's cocked. You know, kind of. Uh, kind of to go back to uh, last Tuesday, uh, I rolled a 1 on a d100. Alright. Um, as you guys are exiting the hearth block, um, back to the main road to begin heading out of the city. Um, the same black cart and black horses with a tall black cloaked rider that you saw in the vacancy rumbles past you all um, heading further up into the city. Oh, nudge, ally. Guy again. Well, do you want to talk to him? I don't know. Do we want to talk to him? I don't know. I don't really care. Why are we whispering? Are we? I don't know. Should I be whispering? <laughs> Hail, friend! <laughs> and he just keeps. He'd like rushed right past you guys. I want to know where he's going. Catch up to him and. Hop on an ass. I don't know if I could catch up with the... I don't think... You better go quick! (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I could... I don't... I can't. 
I can't. All right, well, let's continue on. Then. <laughs> if you see him again, though, let me know. If I remember. And just, I just want to make sure you remember this guy, right? Yeah. Okay. We were working on cleaning glass. I mean, yes. all the stuff. Not that any of you else oh, saw yeah. him. I think yes. Bloodline. Yeah. Oh. Hmm? I just finally oh, made that connection that it was. Glasses. I did not know that until just now. Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'm in no, the same I... boat. <laughs> I really would have asked him where he was going. You don't know him. <laughs> and Eric's keeping his mouth shut. Whatever you're talking about. <laughs> All right. So okay. you continue to head out. Yeah. All right. You begin to head out of Horn Rock, and you are now taking the bridge not yet traveled into and out of Horn Rock. You're taking the large southern bridge, and as you venture out onto the White Quartz Bridge into the open air of the plateau, you can see several dozen small tents and lean-tos along a train of about ten wagons. Despite the day of mourning, women and men are hard at work tending to the carts, testing load weights, and taking stock of various supplies. The motionless caravan stands in a tight line on the right side of the bridge, pointing away from Horn Rock. As you depart, people take note of you, but no one seems inclined to stop you for any reason. No, maybe on the way back we should ask them where they're off to next. The caravan? Mm-hmm. Might be a good idea. If we're kind of... Where are we headed off to next? Where are the caravans going? That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Perhaps why I didn't think of asking where the caravan was going. Well, it might give us some ideas what to expect next. I feel like there's only really one direction to head at this point. Yeah, but there's a lot in that direction. That's true. I don't know, just a thought. I'm not too worried. It'll happen when it happens. (laughs) It'll be more work. There always is. Yeah, lots to be had in a caravan. Have you ever traveled in a caravan before? Uh, kind of. Kind of? Yeah. Where where are you going to... Elaborate at all, or I mean, I've been in a caravan. I haven't really done anything though while I was in it. Have you ever dodged a caravan? A grand caravan? Can I take inspiration <laughs> of what? You have negative inspiration. <laughs> I was like, the next time I roll, punch you. Next time you roll, roll disadvantage. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be light out. So. <laughs> I was too young when I was in the caravan to really partake in any of the caravan activities. Do you remember where it was going? Um, no, not offhand. Hmm. I can tell you where it was going if you'd like to 
I'm fine, Sam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that thing I haven't sent him yet would... But <laughs> for those tuning in, thank you for joining us for our tenth episode of our D and D stream. We've had a lot of fun together. <laughs> All right, you guys continue to walk across the bridge. Yeah. All right. I, like in the middle, can I just like jump? <laughs> you just jump. Yeah. I catch. All right. No, 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 no. no, no. Off. No. Just like up and down, like in yeah. place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just stop and start jumping? Just once. Okay. Because you said it's like pretty clear, right? Yeah. Well, it's like a... like um, Opaque? Opaque, like, yeah, a, a gray-white milky quartz. Yeah, just... That's interesting. It wasn't rated for jumps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a halfling, too, so it's not like I weigh that much. Carts driving across it all day, but one half one down. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They, they were, see, they were planning for the carts, but they'll, ju- they'll jump the half way. That's right. Man, you guys are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah. It says right. that, never mind. It says the half lane. So, you all cross the bridge, and the high, narrow canyon. Wait, what happens when he jumps? <laughs> Going up, <laughs> he just drifts away. Oh, no care. I'm Griffin. Oh, I'm pretty sure my jump isn't even to Lexi's height. Yeah. You, know? you know that actually reminds me. Um, God. yesterday the 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 when we were fighting Grizzle, you almost floated. I did. Yes, it was horrifying. You think that has anything to do with Vishar's undulating? I don't know what you would call it. I'm not a smart man. I mean... Or a man. <laughs> don't you question me. Well, I had been thinking about it, and um, what we'd heard a little bit about uh, those who worship the essence. They had a specific grog that they liked to drink. Uh, this, the Mind Master mentioned it, or was it the Steadman? I believe it was the Steadman. We haven't talked to the Mind Master in a little bit. Yeah, it was the Steadman. You're right. The Mind Master doesn't really speak to us. Um, but I was wondering if maybe that's why... Well, that's where he'd gotten the substance he was drinking from. And the, um, the man that he'd kidnapped, Royce. If that had anything to do with why he had him. Well, he didn't make me drink anything to try to make... We float. He just looked at me really hard. Well, <clears throat> you were there when everyone in the bar floated, right? Yeah. You think it has something to do with that? Similar kind of thing? Mm. I mean, when you worship somebody, you do get powers, so I'm not sure. Fair enough. It's a trade-off. Anyway, it's just something that came to mind. I wanted to ask if anybody else had thought about. Hmm. I don't know if it matters now that Grizzle's dead, but I don't know. It's been weighing on me. Well, if we come across another worshiper, then we'll know. We can ask him? I would prefer we don't ask him. I'm afraid they can show us. Of of the essence, or... I mean, we can multitask. Yeah, I mean, I can stab and ask questions at the same time. We've seen that. I didn't really ask questions at them. I walk across the bridge. <laughs> what happened? I didn't have anyone either. 
The high, narrow canyons <laughs> of the Halcyon Plateau. Every channel heads down. Walk really so fast. Confused. Greet you once again as you take the bridge across the expansive gorge to the red and brown walls of stone and dirt. The pathway south is clear as you begin walking among the familiar scenery of the arid landscape. So, you have clear directions and two hours to walk. Is anyone keeping watch, and would anyone like to do anything else while you venture? I am keeping watch. Uh, I'll I'll call Henley and have him float up and keep an eye on for like griffins and things. He's seen some of the scary things now. Are are there many travelers on the road? Is it like really just us as far as we can see? I'm gonna take the boomerang blade and just like. Chuck it and you know. Okay. Um, as you chuck it, you just clink, 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 clink to the ground because you have to attune to it. I <laughs> go uh, pick it up. And no. back. <laughs> that, was, that was something that Clint asked me about the other day, and I was like, I think you. No, you don't have to. And I'm like, yeah, no, you should. Because coming back to you, you should yeah. attune to it. So. <laughs> now I have to figure out how to mark it as an attune thing. Hmm. You equip it and then it goes into your. On the bottom. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. You. By the time we get there, you can do a bunch of cool boomerang tricks. Yep. So you need to go to. Just don't keep watch. You'll be fine. Oh, how did you edit? Technical problems. Fine. Yeah. Oh, cause yeah. So you do. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So you all will be walking for the next two hours. Um, Bless, make a perception check for me, and why don't you have Helmy make a perception check as well? Eighteen. The road ahead is clear. Do you it anyway? Nat twenty plus something. The skies are clear. Ooh, perfect. <laughs> Everywhere is clear. This but the ground. Twenty-three. So, you all walk <laughs> for about two hours, um, heading south. Um, along a new road for you all, but the same road that cuts through the Halcyon Plateau. But eventually the canyon branches off of the main road, and after about 300 feet, takes a bend in the elbow, or uh, like an elbow-shaped bend in, bend in the pathway. Um, and on the other side of the canyon, where you have been told where the Gem Faithful compound is, you can see a white tent um, pitched outside of a narrow canyon passageway that leads to where you've been told the Gem Faithful commune is located. How big is it? Um, it's a it's a fairly large tent. I mean, it's kind of, um, the kind that you can stand up in has poles and. Rigging to it um, could easily fit, you know, six or seven people inside of it. Oh, okay. Um, I'll poof Helmy out of existence. And we'll continue up. Um, is there anybody outside of just that tent? Uh, it's just the tent right there. Um, there is a small kind of chute that comes up out of it, and there's a little bit of light smoke kind of billowing out of it. Before we get there... What are we expecting when we get there? What, What's our plan here? Talk, talk to people. 
If they are of religious nature, and they have been coming around other temples trying to sway them, um, you'll probably meet a lot of passionate people, and if not passionate people, very persuasive. I don't like the sound of that. I could be wrong. What if all of them are like the ones who stopped us in the street the other day? That would be so weird. Hmm. Do you remember? The ones who asked us if we wanted to join the, the Gem Faithful? They seemed so... She would not. She wasn't there. Oh, no. I forgot you weren't there. You guys I know, they were really weird. weird. <laughs> we were stopped in the street. Um, when we were... Well, just after we got paid, actually. After we went to the Outfitters. There were three of them, and... I don't know, there was just... There was something strange about them. They seemed... Very smiley. Very smiley. And Almost. Too much so? Yes. And not kind of, I don't know, dreamy, I guess? Something in their voices just didn't seem like it was all attached to this particular world. Hmm. That's... I don't know, but it, 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 it gave me the creeps. I've been a little freaked out since by it. I mean, we're here, I should... I was bringing it firsthand. It's fine. But that sounds strange. Nothing like home. Nothing. Well, uh, just be wary, I guess, about the weirdness that might be in front of us. Are there any questions that we want to ask them up front to try and uh, start this off? Or are we just going to go in and Play it by ear. I mean, if they could point us to the mine entrance we're looking for, that'd be pretty nice. <clears throat> I think going in just as visitors at first and asking later is appropriate. See who we're dealing with. We could tell them that we might be wanting to join. Oh. I don't know if they'd be willing to give us a lot of information otherwise. Do I don't we, do think we... I like that idea yet. I don't really <laughs> like that idea either, but they seemed very secretive. Like, they had a lot of information that they wanted to tell you if only you gave them what they wanted first. And then if you try to leave, they kill you. I don't mean actually join. I... No, oh, no, no. I don't know, just something to think about if they should try to turn us away. I do at least like Eric's idea of just asking where the mine is and see what we can get from that. Well, if we can't get in any other way, <clears throat> then Kaya, feel free. But I refuse. That's fair. Uh, shall we approach the tent then? Yeah. Eric. For Gloria's face. Do you wish to speak with them? Not particularly. Don't have a lot in common with them. Well, let's just go up. Alright. So you all approach the tent? Yep. Alright, Blue Rings. 1d6 over. So, as you all enter the tent, um, you are greeted by a simple accommodations three cots. 
um, a small table with supplies, and you see a green-skinned tiefling in a white robe. Thank goodness. With a quarterstaff leaning against the um, shoot of this small camp stove. And she kind of turns this mouth. She goes, Oh, hi. Rare, right? Yeah. I. Were you at the temple the other day? I was, and you were as well. Yeah. Hi. What. What are you doing here? Well, not. I wasn't meaning to overhear, but I heard you talking about two people who went missing, and I wanted to come give you aid. Her head kind of drops down a little bit. She's like, Yeah. I haven't seen Herman or Dips in a few days now, and I went back to town when the supplies were running low, and I, would, I was hoping they would be back here, but no such luck. I, I, I'm rare, by the way. Nice oh, to meet you. It's nice to meet you. I'm Lex. <clears throat> are, are you all followers of Arknara as well? No. We're just here to help. We're, we're friends of Bless, the rest of us. Okay. Um, I'm gonna... So, so you're, here, you're, here, you're here to help? Well, there's people missing, and I didn't know... The, it's, the gem faithful, I've heard, are a bit strange, and then you're speaking about people being missing, and I figured it would be important to stop by. Sadly, I'm not with uh, Arkanara's group, but it still helped. Yeah. They've been really nice. Well, the light travels through even some of the most dirtiest of objects, I suppose, so I should just continue on. Um, I'm kind of new. I'm a new acolyte. This is my first mission for the temple, and I was following Herman and Dips to help them. We've been investigating the disappearances of, well, two people that we know of. We have sort of heard some rumors in town that maybe more have gone missing, but um, a girl from Horn Rock by the name of Francis and a halfling by the name of, of Marrow. Um, they, the temple in Chastile caught wind of some disappearances and they dispatched us acolytes to go investigate. Um, we didn't get necessarily any answers from the gem faithful, but we did meet Father Humphrey and some of the the followers. Um, Father Humphrey, is he the leader? Yeah, he's um, a, a dwarf. Um, he's the, the, the leader of the group. And, um, well, we've been sort of keeping tabs on the faithful for uh, about a week before we first ventured into Horn Rock. We just kind of came straight here. Um, and, well, we were told just some strange things that didn't quite seem to add up to us, and Herman and Dips went in to investigate, splitting up, and they haven't come out. 
into the Gem Faithful commune. H- Herman, I don't know. How can I trust you with all this? I feel like I'm saying too much. Uh, we're the ones that killed Grizzle, so we have a track record of doing good. Roll Persuasion. Were we trying to do Intimidator? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was just going to be very convincing and not have to roll. <laughs> I murdered this thing. guy. Trust me. I'm bad at it. No, that's not true. I'm bad at it. 13. Alright. Didn't you swear off the Lucky Duck the I last time have. you used the Lucky no, Duck? Was, I feel bad about it. pretty sure they waited against us. I think so. Sam's the only one who should use the Lucky Duck. Okay. Uh, so roll 20 it's just dangerous Herman and she kind of tells you a little bit about the compound Mm -hmm. as they were allowed in Um, there are roughly a dozen or so followers um, led by Father Humphrey Um, from all over the place these people have have come Um, there is she tells you and then Basically pointing out that, yeah, down that narrow canyon is where you'll find kind of this pocket in the cliffside. Um, it's an old mine entrance. Um, they have built a sort of pavilion area where they do a lot of congregation and um, just kind of busy work. Um, a set of, um, there's an area where they sleep, a storage shed, a goat pen, um, communal fire, and there's a tent right at the entrance where they kind of greet visitors. Um, Father Humphrey stays up in what was likely the an old foreman's office, a room and sort of facade that is carved into the side of the mountain. And then there are doors, um, uh, large stone doors that lead into what was once the main entrance of the mine. Um, she says, when we... Asked, asked about Francis and Marrow. They said they had transcended and were no longer on this earth. Um, and it just didn't quite add up. The, the idea of a, a person just... Anyway. So we tried to ask as much as we could, but... I think once they found out that we were asking who we were asking about, maybe some of them clammed up. I don't know. Herman was a little aggressive with some of it, I think, maybe. But he decided one night that he would go, when Father Humphrey was out of his quarters up top, um, that he would try to sneak in and see if he could find anything. And Dips did the same with the temple, uh, went into the main entrance of the mine, and they've neither of them have come back. And at this point, I don't know what to do. I was sent out here with them, and I was following them, and we were supposed to find out what happened to these people, um, but at this point now, I just can't leave without knowing, without Herman and Dips back. And the mission's not even complete. I don't really know much else, and I'm, I'm just kind of at a loss right now. That's... It's all so strange. It is strange, but everyone there seems very bought in and content. Who do they worship? Do they worship anybody? They say they are trying to find transcendence through the gem. 
and <coughs> I, I heard some of them say that through work they shall rise to glory. That's... Hmm. Bless you, are you sure you haven't heard of these people before? I don't think so, but... Let's just go. I... Before we go, have you, have you seen a my or have any of your friends talked about a mine entrance of a pickaxe with three gems? I don't know anything. No. Okay. I know that there is... Well, actually, you guys know that there's supposedly a secondary entrance to this mine about two days um, away. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of further down this offshoot of a canyon that moves off the main road. Maybe we should check out the camp first and then head further towards the mine. <laughs> I would like to. I would need... They are really concerning me now. Uh, it does sound fairly insidious. If we don't come back out, you if you could just... There's a bar in Hornrock. You could just tell somebody that we didn't come back. Are you planning on... I'm going... Are you talking to them? Are you going in? What are you... Yes, I think we're going to have to do that. Yes, we're going to go in and just talk. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, they'll, they'll freely talk, for the most part. I mean, like I said, Herman is a bit of an intimidating presence, and, well, I think he and Dips may have gotten a bit frustrated with some of the... Just no... I think it's got frustrated without the leads, but they knew something was wrong. They knew something wasn't right. And now I'm, I'm very inclined to believe them. We'll stay here. Don't... If they got... If something happened to them, we don't want ha- anything to happen to you. I, You're one person, and we're five. Maybe you should go back to town. No, I can't do that. I am I am on a mission, and I must try to see it through, even if I am totally clueless about how to do it. That sounds effective. I don't have anything else at this point. You have your life. Yes, and you have yours. Why are you here? I'm here because of a divine calling by Grangaris, the god of light. Nah, boredom, really. Have you tried reading a book? Yeah. Got bored of it. I promise he's competent. Well... I have plenty of room in here, so if you do need to stay or you need a place to, to rest from the sun, um, you're, you're certainly welcome back here. Um, and I guess if you do find anything, just let me know. Rare, if, if we don't if we don't come back in, oh gosh, a couple of days, I can't imagine. If we don't come back within a few days, you should really consider going back to town. And maybe um, just as a favor, 
when if and when you do head back to town if we don't come back um, could you let Riska the Smith know that um, the sword that killed Riz Grizzle is in the mines with us sure did you show her the sword yeah it's this one <laughs> oh it's mighty large yeah it's the way he it's okay it. That's the sword that killed Grizzle, then. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to come up with a better name for it than just the sword that killed Grizzle. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, but... Could the Grizzler? We, we could make, like, an acronym. But I don't think... You know, let me work on this. I'll see if I can come up with anything like later. <laughs> I mean... You call it the Fury. Part part of me part of me was uh, spitballing Fury's bane, but oh, that's a good one. Yeah. What about steak knife? Because you use it to cut off the grizzle. <laughs> the Fury cutter. So anyway, I like steak knife. Uh, if, if there's nothing else Shink. we can provide you for now, uh, I guess we'll be on our way. Uh, if I, I've been, I have been watching the commune. Um, it was my job to try to take notes and try to find different patterns and things like that, so I guess if you have any questions about Father Humphrey's schedule, he seems like a pretty routine-based man. Well, where would he be now? Uh, let's see, at this point it would probably be... Um, let's see... He's back up in his, his quarters. They finished their... Service not long ago. I have one more question for you. Do do any of them seem? Oh, I don't know. Do they seem dangerous? Do any of them walk around armed or? No, they don't. They live extremely simple lives. Um, they have a, a handful of goats that they derive some milk from, and a few scraggly plants and pots underneath the pavilion. Um, Frankly, I'm not sure how they've survived out here for so long. I never see any... Maybe they eat the gems. Uh, like dragons. Dragons eat gems? I have not... Yes. What else do you think they eat? People. Well, they do that sometimes, too, but, like... Big dragons, that's why they have hordes. It's like food to them. Oh. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I've never seen. <laughs> from what I understand, there's always three. I've of seen them. <laughs> There's three of them that are always in Horn Rock trying to recruit, and other than other than those groups leaving every once in a while and returning, I haven't seen a cart or any other foot traffic. The mines are pretty uh, widespread. Yeah, they're they're everywhere. I mean, you don't have to walk far to find. Um, a, a cavern or a, a boarded up mine through here, especially if you go further in. It's very... I have not seen anybody go that way or come out further into the plateau. People stick to the main road. Well, what few do. There's also the possibility of them taking a separate exit out of the mine and come across those two. I suppose that's true. I think we should go to the commune then. Be careful what we say, because if they do not wish to be 
spoken about, about the people who have been missing, then you shouldn't bring them up. And before we leave, do you have any uh, rations to spare? Uh, certainly. I just I just came back with some, some supplies. I bought enough for myself, Herman, and Dips. But oh. if they come back, it's fine. I, I'll, you should take some of theirs if you need them. I mean, we've been walking all day. That's all. I mean, certainly you can eat. Oh, I welcome the company. Too much. You can you can have some of mine, Eric. We were outfitted before we left. Thank you, Kaya. I guess we'll be on our way then. I pulled some rations out of my bag and I start munching on it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Al, I don't know, but I think Kaya may have cast a tech magic. She looks really red right now. <laughs> so. You know that the, con- the cat that smacks the other cat from inside the cupboard? That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Which cat are you? The one that goes... <laughs> so, the commune sits in a small carved out pocket in the side of the cliff face that links back to the offshoot of the canyon road by way of short, a short, narrow canyon that's about 30 feet wide. The rough cliffs reach up about 60 feet over the area, and as you sort of begin to all walk in, um, there is a sense of old and new as simple tents, a goat pen, and a rectangular square wooden (laughs) canopy had been built in the shadow of the Clapper Stash mine. What's left of the mining facility is a set of large stone double doors marking the main entrance and a set of stairs that lead up 30 feet to what looks like an old foreman's office with a set of windows similarly carved deep into the side of the cliff. And as you walk through the canyon, there is a tent that is um, pitched directly at the entrance. And as you approach, the curtains of the tent sort of part. And you are greeted by a middle-aged human man. Very scrawny, uh, glasses, um, sort of a white crop, like prematurely white kind of hair, um, very shortly cropped, wearing a very rough spun brown tunic of some sort of rough material. And he just says, hello, welcome travelers. Can I, you've, you've arrived at the Gem Faithful. If this is your destination, I welcome you for the beginning of your journey to transcendence through the gem. Or, if you'd like, and you're new and haven't heard of us, I'd be more than happy to introduce you around and speak of the glory that is the work that we all may do to rise to glory. My name is Keaton. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Hi, Keaton. Uh, To be honest, we're not really here for the Gem Faithful. Um, We're from... 
uh, bit farther north and we saw a mine entrance that we couldn't get into and so uh, we heard that uh, another entrance to the same mine was here. Yes, um, our commune is, our, our main temple actually is the entrance to an old mine. Um, I'm not aware of other entrances, however, but you're certainly welcome to view our temple. It is it is simple, but would you like to see it? Sure, I'm sure it's wonderful. What do you do here? Well, we attend daily sermon, seek counsel from Father Humphrey. Who's that? Uh, he kind of looks up at the foreman's office and says, well, he's, he's our leader. He's the one who first found transcendence through the gem and <clears throat> returned to spread the message of how others can reach that glory. What, is, what does that mean, Keaton? What is the gem? What is that? <laughs> You're awfully pushy, aren't you? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just curious, you know? <laughs> yes, well, the gem is more of a concept than something that can just be easily grasped and those who Father Humphrey deems worthy and prepared to undertake it are invited to it in the hopes that they will transcend. Transcend? So that means what exactly? To reach everlasting glory, utopia. To leave the mortal confines of this destitute, downtrodden, and wickedly cruel material world and to find an everlasting utopia. If things are so bad here, why did he come back? Well, because Father Humphrey's a great man. One who decided to step out of the glory of the gem and return here to ushers others into transcendence. He's an extremely selfless man, and he has heralded us here to rise. If he's up in his chambers right now, but he will be down later, and I'm sure he'd love to meet you. If we're still around, that sounds. We'll still be around. Can we have a tour? You offered it before. Yes, of course. Um, you would like to see the the, the mine. The, the, I'm sorry, the temple. It's a temple. Yes. You called it a mine. I'm just confused. Um, certainly. And um, he takes you um, past the tent. Um, and again, you can see about probably, there's probably nine or so people kind of milling about here. Some are tending to goats. Um, others kind of just sit blankly. Um there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of um, necessarily work being done. Um, some people are like filling buckets at the small pond that rests in the corner of this carve out. Um, a few are tending to the goats. Um, but people kind of just seem to be sort of milling about. You know, Keaton, you mentioned the, the work that you had to do for Father Humphrey to deem you worthy. What what kind of work did you mean? 
I think you misunderstood. The, the, the work is done after you've been deemed worthy. First, you must clear your mind. You must truly try to detach yourself from our material and, and, and mortal chains. That's why everyone that comes here must discard all of their worldly possessions before beginning their work to transcendence. But Father Humphrey has, through, through, his, through his counsel and through his sermons and through the fact that he transcended, is he knows who is ready for such an undertaking. Because the real work begins after you've been chosen. I see. Do you know anyone who's been chosen? Make a persuasion check. I think you're like the only one with proficiency in persuasion. Yeah, 17. Alright. Um, well, yes. There were... I've, I've, I've seen several. Well, I haven't seen them, but they have returned after transcending. And to see them in their glory has been truly inspiring. A young woman named Frances who came here troubled and confused. Well, it didn't take long for Father Humphrey to deem her worthy. She truly did what was needed to eventually seek transcendence, and she returned to us in robes of red velvet and dawning jewelry and gems. She had found utopia. She had found glory. And like others before her, she returned to show us those riches that await us upon transcendence. Can we meet any of them? When one reaches Utopia, they don't stray away for long. Everyone that I have known to transcend has returned for a day and spoken with the people here in but a whisper of the glories that are beyond the gem. And then they've returned to the gem. Except for Father Humphrey, of course. Yes, but I already spoke to what a sacrifice that is and how many other people he's helping. Um, That's true. He's a very good man. You all approach... um, What? Sorry. Yeah. What do you do with your worldly possessions when you... I will show you in the temple. And you all... um, Editor, and this is where I was like, shit, am I going to lay all this out and then I have to still draw something else? But that's all right. I mean, we um, can wander in circles for a little bit if you want. We can, we can go fishing in that here. little creek over there. There could be a griffin attack right now. Oh, yeah. So, you all, he pushes open one of the stone doors just enough to kind of squeeze in. Um, and you find what, at one time, and again, the facade of the mine itself 
from the stairs leading up to the um, uh, the foreman's office to whatever carvings were on this door have long since faded. Um, you can tell that at one time they were maybe ornately decor- decorated, but from what you were told by um, the Stedman and the Mine Master, this is a extremely old, old mine. Um, so whatever beautiful architecture was once sort of built into the outside as well as the interior of the mine has long since faded with time and erosion. But you enter um, a sort of... It's a rectangular room with a sort of alcove um, that juts out of one part of it. There are another set of stone double doors um, with a large lock on them. Uh, Seemingly this is what was once the original mine entrance. Um, There are boxes and crates sort of lined up um, in front of the double doors um, and a small platform with kind of a ramp leading up to it. Kind of like a a sermon space, an elevated platform with pews or benches in the form of crates and barrels um, lined up to view that area. Um, As we go in, I'm going to try to hand off the decanter to Lex without anyone noticing. Okay, Keaton's probably like walking ahead of you. Okay, I'm yeah. just going to hand it to Lex. Hold this for me, please. All right. It's, I brace myself because I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, put it in your bag. <laughs> if anyone asks, it's yours. Why not draw this, right? Why not draw it, right? We're going to draw it. I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to do it up. Oh, no. Okay. Let's go, Bob. Yes. Cool. I look forward to this. The joy of drawing with DM Sam. Should we remove everything on the table? No, it's fine. You need us to move so you can actually get around here? I want you guys to just kind of be able to... I'm I'm drawing it. These are supposed to be bumpy because they're rock walls, Dan. I understand that. I understand that. That line's not perfectly straight. (laughs) How dare you? That one looks not bumpy enough. I know. Artificial. Maybe I should have stayed in hard rock. Yeah. Ah, I ripped it. You can go back. No, doesn't this anymore. That's all right. I ripped, I ripped the, the vacancy map, so it doesn't matter. Um, you can back. definitely get rid of that oh, one. That place isn't real. That one. We didn't burn it down. Yeah. It's it's still exists. I don't want to go back there. There's a lot of it. Well, it was a nice place full of nice people. Yep. Was it? So many nice people. <laughs> Friendly faces everywhere. I mean, we met Royce. <laughs> he was a gem. Oh, no, sorry. We met You guys Royce. met Royce. I met no one. You did not. You were. I was unconscious. Absent. (laughs) (laughs) Are you just going to hold it the whole time? No. I don't know what to do with it, though. What? (laughs) There's the thing, the other thing, um, behind Alex. We could set it up on in front of the other camera thing. Like doors there. All right. ah, we weren't expecting this map change. Did the phylax survive? This ruins everything. You ruin everything. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> ah, it's caught. <gasps> I wanna, I wanna, like, no, because it doesn't sit on this one very okay. well. Because there's no like thing to hook it onto. Oh my goodness. 
Oh, you missed. That works. Mm, perfect. Sure. Is that ecto cooler? Yeah. So. You all enter this, this mine entrance that has been repurposed into a temple. Um, and one thing that you notice is that there is, and Keaton kind of walking over to it, stands before this pool of water um, that has this kind of greenish glow to it. And he says, when people are ready to begin their journey to transcendence, they cast all of their earthly possessions into the pool, ridding themselves of the first step towards transcendence. Then what do they do? Well, then what begins next is, well, can be weeks, months, I would say years, but Father Humphrey's only been here for about a year, but everybody's path to transcendence is, is different. So you will remain here at the commune and try to detach yourself from your previous life and assist what, with little chores we have around here, attend daily sermon, and well, speak with Father Humphrey. How long have you been here, Keaton? I've been here for about eight months. What's the pool look like? Um, it is like a ten foot wide, um, what looks like an old cistern or well or something like that. It is filled with water, but there's like this bluish, greenish light kind of like glowing up from it. Somewhere deep down, you can't really see where though. Is the glow, is that the glow like I don't know how to ask this. Is that the glow like a school of magic type glow, or is it seem like a source of light? It is a source glow? of light. Can um, I wander over and take a look at it? Yeah. Keaton's standing right by it. <laughs> I'll wander over with Kaya. Okay. Between her and Keaton. <laughs> His face is just 100% behind that. Just scooch over. <laughs> God. <laughs> this is exactly what he wanted. Um, um, so you said there was a uh, locked doors. Yes, there. So, are you asking Keaton about the door? No, right, yeah, there's yeah, there's a set of double doors do, on the platform. Do we see any symbols around the doors or anything else? Like, you notice very clearly the clapper stash mine symbol. Hmm. It's a pretty pretty big lock. Pretty, yeah. pretty solid. Yep. Keen, what if someone casts off their worldly possessions and takes on this life, then decides it's not for them? Well, I've, we've never had anyone do that, as far as I know. Once you begin speaking to Father Humphrey, and, well, if you're lucky enough to have seen someone who's returned, you won't want to leave this place. But I guess all of our goals to leave this place eventually is we rise to glory. I hope one day to return as well. I want to continue what Father Humphrey has built here and again be an example of somebody who's returned. Uh, 
I feel like you've given us so much to think about. Um, and this is this is the place that we've been looking for anyway. Do you mind if we, we, we take a few minutes to talk about all that you've told us? Certainly. You're you're free to whether you need a, a quiet place to reflect in the temple here or you would like to speak to some of the other faithful, you are more than welcome. Thank you. That would be wonderful. Could we take a moment here then? Certainly. I um why don't we leave and then we can come back later after we've discussed it. I'm not gonna look at the doors or anything. Okay. I mean, we can go into the... This, is this the temple he's talking about? So why don't we leave him alone for now so he can get back to his duties and then we can come back later. Are we, are we free to come and go for a little bit until we've made up some kind of decisions? Of course. Thank you. You've been very helpful. It's my pleasure. Let's go then. Okay, so we head back out. Back to Rares? Yeah. Well, just outside of the compound, I guess. So does that make any lick of sense to anyone else? I don't understand. They don't worship anybody. Their works are works at all. What do they do? No, I didn't really have a good way to ask in front of our new friend there, but I was really trying to get alone with that pool for a few minutes. Well, I also want to take a dive deeper into this. And if you want to see what the pool does, I'm willing to sacrifice my things. Not the stone. No, I'll give you the stone and I take off my leather vest and hand it to Lex as well. So now I'm just a naked kobold. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! God, a shower with your dad simulator all over again. <laughs> Do you need something to put my satchel back on? <laughs> Do you need to hold any more of your things? Thank you, Joe. <laughs> what? Do you need to hold any more of your things? Right? No, anything else I have is replaceable. I'm not too worried about it. I don't. I don't know if this is a good idea, though. And I think I'll have to have some things on me, or I won't believe that I have my things and I'm giving up my stuff. But I imagine I have the least of us, and... I... I'm concerned that once you start to go through with it, I don't, I don't know what it is that they... they do. Everyone seems to have that. Well, you know I'm an unwilling participant. And if I don't come back out, you know something's going on. We already know something's going you know, on. Something more nefarious than just people deciding this is their new way of life. So how long shall we give you? I don't know. Half a day? Okay, bye. <laughs> Let's not... But we can go all go back. No, I think yes. All of you come back, see what happens with this pool. What if they don't let us anywhere near you while you cast your things in or... I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Well, I think the nature of it is that they want people to see these things and follow in whatever footsteps those before them take. I don't think it's a secretive thing as far as... You don't think they'll let us just... You don't think they will not? 
I think you know, let you... kind of strange, but it's it's interesting to me. Is this a time for a lexicographical discussion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm just I'm worried, and it makes me distracted. I'm afraid they won't let us watch you from so closely. To do you have a better you. idea of figuring out what this pool is? I don't Sneak know. In the middle of the night, Ally. I'm not super keen with this idea personally. I'm not super keen on it either, but. It feels our best option as far as getting... I just don't really want a chance that you could possibly disappear on us by whatever means they've been... Well, you know a back way in. We know a back way in that I can't get through. No, there's an It's two days from here. People stick around for a while, it seems. I won't be going anywhere. Do you want someone to accompany you? I can follow you in. I mean, that's... Do you want to risk two of us? What has happened every time there's been one of us and then the rest of us? Only good things. Things happen and we come out, if not for the better always, but we move ahead, at least. Look, Ally, and I just kind of like pull him aside. It's like, I don't know enough to do the job that you were set out to do. That's fine, it's not on you. There are others. I wouldn't unleash my burden onto you. But I don't think anything will happen before you can get me out. Just in case, I pull out a liar no one ever sees me use. (laughs) 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 My herbalism kit, my healing kit, and... You guys are all just... Remember, you're standing like in the middle of like the combo uh, yeah, com- no, right now. No, we're not no, here. We, we went out. out. Oh, you guys did yeah. walk out. Are you back yeah. at the tent? No, oh, yeah. no, we're we're kind of by the tent. Okay, around the elbow. Okay, okay, out of sight, out of yeah. earshot. Maybe that's what the nothing meant when they pointed at Kai. It's a liar. <laughs> they just think you're a musical person. <laughs> yeah, I could probably play. <laughs> so I pull out those three things, and I and a jar. Give it to me, my dank. It's like, if someone can hold these, in the worst case, I can throw the rest in. <laughs> You're going to have to read that list off to me again. <laughs> don't worry. I know they were. Yeah. I can't get rid of my quarters after they see me walk in with this. Do we want... Every time you go somewhere else, bad things happen. Perhaps you should stay with them. Yeah, but she's going with you, so she's not going somewhere else. So they don't... We can I'm have Eric go with you. I was thinking she should stay with Critical Mass. <laughs> but, <laughs> so what you're saying is we should send one more of us with you. So there's three of us in and two of us out. I don't think anyone else should go in. I'm removing my things just in case. In case things get bad and we need somebody else to go in. I I certainly can't. I can't do very much without my spell book, so... I don't like anything about this. I really don't. I don't see a quicker, easier option than this. Do we even need to try to And maybe throw things in the me pool? breaking free of whatever brainwashing they have going will might break others from their reverie. And what if you don't? Then you'll come busting in two days from now from the back and Wait, I thought we were only giving you half a day. Well, half a day and then you can <laughs> stick around to <laughs> <in> the back. <laughs> Do you see the problem with this? Well, wait half a day for me to come back, and if I don't, then you make your two-day trip, and it's two and a half days. 
Yeah, yeah no, can... I'm still worried. And she bust, takes off her necklace, which is like her <laughs> horn pieces, <laughs> and heads off to Kaya. <laughs> Just in case. If you don't think it's a good idea, we won't do it, but do you see any other way in? I don't know. I almost have <clears throat> a mean, preference we're... for Eric's idea. We were just in, too. Do we even need to infiltrate Was the there commune? anyone else around other than... Okay, mm-hmm. so there was a bunch of people. Yeah, there were people. Yeah, there were yeah, there was about nine other people. No, or, well, well no. it would be... There were, yeah, eight, eight people. Nine people. No dips and no Herman. Well, we know Rare knows the father's schedule, so we can just try and coordinate with when we know he's going to be alone in that foreman house, break in there. My I wasn't going to jump to that one yet, but... Let's not. It would be probably a strong conversation. I mean, I feel like breaking and entering, he's going to attack us, and what are we going to do? Um, I don't know. Probably lift him up so he can't hit anyone. <laughs> Let's put him up mean, on a shelf. <laughs> get, get on the fridge. The other side of this is since we know a schedule, we could wait till he's not there and sneak in. The the lock on the mine was it like sturdy? Was it a kind of fresh-ish lock, or would it look old and like it would never open again? Kind of lock. I mean, it looked old. I mean, you wouldn't... It looked old. It was an old, big lock. Did it look functional, I guess, is the... the Did it look the like they'd been in there? Yeah. Had it been moved? Uh, should it be cast I mean, without you guys going back and, like, checking that, I don't know that you'd be able to necessarily my, discern that. My thought is... What? Maybe, Shut up, Siri. <laughs> discernment maybe. about my fathers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let, let her continue. <laughs> Perhaps we could bypass that all together and just get into the mine from here. The people that are missing are obviously not here in the camp. My only thought is that they could be in the mine. So well, we, then why don't we skip all of this whole blue and just take the two days around the back, come in from the back where they won't expect us, other than Eret saying there's another way in. I said from up north. Then. I feel like if we know that this is the mind that they're attached to, we're liable to run into them that way regardless, so... And do we have any idea what might be in the mines if, like, we go two days away and two days here, what we'll encounter? It could be even worse. That's such a long time to be separated from us. And I don't know. Rare's just sitting there, waiting. No, I mean, all of us can go that way. But it's up to you. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the best. I would like to is. meet their leader. I would like to hear his sermon. Cool. Let's go do that. And then, worst comes to worst, uh, you guys say you're convinced after the sermon. Let's go. If Back you in. do it, I'm gonna post tell me somewhere where he might be able to keep an eye on you. Can't do that much, but. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you guys. We'll say that Rare gave you guys to help inform your conversation here. Um, so she tells you that, again, Father Humphrey is a, is a, a dwarf of, of rigid routine that he never breaks from. Um, around 
I'm gonna give you guys times, even though you don't have watches. Um, around 6 a.m. is when he does a morning greeting from the open windows of his uh, domicile out over the tents where everyone awakes and listens to him. Um, then he goes, he closes the windows and goes back into his room. Uh, around 10 a.m. is when he. Um, comes down and holds the morning service. Um, and he'll usually mill about for a little while uh, with some of the faithful before again returning back to his ring. Uh, several hours after that, around 3 p.m., um, is when various followers um, who he calls out to will go up into his uh, quarters for council and discussion um, and then there is a, another um, evening sort of greeting from his windows um, that close out the night when was the council and discussion 3 p.m. so 6 a.m. window greeting morning morning greeting 10 a.m. service and some basically hanging out with the uh, faithful for until around noon or so, um, at which point he heads back to his room. At 3 p.m. is when people go up to his, his room for discussions, um, and he comes back down at 7 p.m. I mean, he, he does another window salutations at 7 p.m. What time are we at now? Uh, you guys are at probably around two o'clock or so. We can go up to the council on discussion. I mean, he calls for people. You have Helmy. He can listen in on discussions, perhaps, if he can perch close enough. If I can stay within a hundred feet or so of him, I can hear. What's the, like, walls? Is, like, is it walls or is it, like, even just... It's high, can, so it's, it's, they are, I would say, um, they're not smooth, um, they are rough and jagged, and there are a few points, um, where the, the, it kind of extends out a little bit to make a few platforms. Nothing major, um, I would say that these walls, the canyon walls are definitely scalable, um, but then they get you up to the arid flats of the Halcyon Plateau. What if? How tall are they? 60 feet. What if we ask for some time for quiet contemplation in the temple, which would allow us to look at the lock, and I might also be able to place Helmy before then. If you give me some time to listen from there, I can tell you maybe what I what I hear, and if we decide that that's the time for your plan to go forward, you can then decide while well, we're already there in the temple after some time for introspection and thought. If I'm listening from Helmy, I, I can't move or, or see, so I need to both be somewhere safe and be somewhere where it doesn't look strange for me to be still. The other option is, it, and it might be a little weird from our, our actions already, is to go back and ask if we can look at the lock and the doors in the temple. I mean, we did enter on the premise of we're interested in the mine. That's why I, I wanted to stay before. I, I think we should go back and 
check it out. Yeah, but I mean, if we're just honest with our intentions, maybe it'll just let us pick the lock and get in. Well, if you do that, I guess you could just try to shake me awake or something. I can maybe continue between councils. I can come back to myself. Of course, it all depends on me being able to get Helmy into some position. You think they'll let us hang out in there for that long? I mean, we're not here to... Why are we, why are we trying to get into the councils? Are we here to investigate the Gem Faithful? Bless wanted to either meet with or hear about this leader, right? Yes. I want to see... They have followers and they follow rites and they seem to have some sort of purpose, but they're not worshipping anyone in particular. And so, there's two mi- people missing. Well, they have seem to have gathered extra followers that others have claimed are missing. So let's let's just do what exactly that. Let's you put Helmy on Bless's shoulders. Bless can ask to go talk to uh, Father Humphrey, and the rest of us can just ask to look at the minor trends. I don't or if know anyone if... wants to go with Bless, you're more than welcome to. I don't know if I'd be invited. Doesn't hurt to ask. Bless, would you be would you be okay if you talk to him, given what we're discovering about what he believes? I think I could keep my mouth shut long enough to at least get some sort of understanding. You don't find the prospect attractive working for your salvation there's a difference they're not working for anyone they're selfish sitting here working for themselves fair enough they can be out in the world doing actual work for no one in particular who knows what they worship they are not I'm just curious well then what, what do we want to do I don't this is not my wheelhouse. I really thought we were just going to try and break into the mine and find missing people. We can do that, too. <laughs> they don't... Do you think they'll be able to stop us? I mean, there's a lot of them, but... I mean, if we just ask them, they let us. There's no need to answer that question. Well, if they say no... Oh, then we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> well, we should figure that out now, I think. I mean, you're right. They probably can't stop us. I don't know if the people down here... <clears throat> If they don't seem to be hurting anyone, they seem to be other than the missing people. I don't know that they have anything to do with that, though. They seem to be working to get to a point where they could do something else. Well, we know the two of them came here, and they were seen not since. And from the tales we've been told, they were selected for ascension work study. <laughs> <laughs> didn't <laughs> we don't find that suspicious the I, two newcomers I think I don't I don't know why I think we need to talk to some of these people <clears throat> that's why to, I think yeah. we didn't rare so say I can, that I can depart more information to you guys that rare may have possessed for you, you go I, you I was just gonna say didn't rare say specifically like two of the people that disappeared were getting told off by other people for asking too many questions so it seems like 
I thought there were people that were getting a little standoffish, is what you said. For Herman and Dips. Because Herman was a bit rough. rough, Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of everyone sort of, you know, Keaton's been very friendly to you all and pretty forthcoming with, you know, information, however, you know, vague and strange it may be. Um, But it sounds like Herman and Dips were a little bit more kind of, you know, kick in the door rather than knock on the door with some of their approach to people. Um, And so they became standoffish to those Okay. Those folks. Um, and, you know, this is something that if you went and walked over and talked to Rare, she'd tell you. I'll tell you so. <laughs> um, so, um, it is, again, they were looking for two people, Francis and uh, Marrow. And um, Francis went to the Gem Faithful, maybe at the beginning? Let me double check. Yeah, so I guess we can just head back to. Where... Yeah, so so Francis actually left like a year ago, like when this thing start started, and she has not been seen for six months. Um, again, Rare would probably tell you this by her mother, whom used to venture out here to at least check on her daughter. Um, Mero has kind of a similar story, but is not from Horn Rock. Been around a while, not been seen in some time though. I don't know. Do we want to take a break? Yes, please. <laughs> we will be right back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Duck Duck Dice, a Party Foul Games production. Thank you for joining us for episode 10. <laughs> of our D&D live stream, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. My name's Sam, I'm the Dungeon Master. (laughs) So, our heroes, after leaving Horn Rock, have ventured to the commune of the Gem Faithful, where they received a lively tour from Keaton, um, sort of the uh, de facto spokesperson for the organization. Uh, They learned of the beliefs of the Gem Faithful, the loose concept that Father Humphrey um, helps guide people to transcendence, um, upon which many of them return uh, dressed in fine robes and jewels, whispering of the glories of the utopia that they have achieved through the glory of the Gem. And they have a plan. Our heroes do. And it is as such. We're gonna go in and murder them all. That was not remotely <laughs> the plan. No, no. not so even this much. So to recap real quick, uh, well, Plus and uh, Ally are gonna go in and attempt to talk to. I always Father wanna Humphrey. Say, Humphrey. I always want to say Father Briar when I get to this point, and I know it's wrong. I'm like, stop. Oh, bro- <laughs> Brother <Yes>. Humphrey. <laughs> oh my God, they're in cahoots. Oh, my my aunt used to have a horrible little pug named Humphrey that was just. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, all I, I picture. I hope this guy's the same. Um, beautiful. Yeah, she looks just like a pug. How did you know? <laughs> he is a dwarf. <laughs> while while uh, you two go in, uh, Kaya, if you want to change your owl to something more vicious. Uh, or more daylight friendly, I guess. Um, He's plenty vicious, thanks. Uh, have you seen... Anyway, um, so we can send in an eavesdrop. It's an apex predator. 
It is. It's on all continents except for Antarctica. It's like a little snack. An S N A C C. Anyways, end of the. And if we're still not happy, uh, we'll go in and ask if we can just look at the mine. Okay, bust them. No, no, ask. ask. <laughs> and then if they say no, then bust we bust it. it. Sorry, Here's Eric. Let me say no. Eric's been very angry about asking for permission. You guys just accept <laughs> this, okay? Run with this. Yeah, this is the only time this has ever, ever will happen again. So let's just you enjoy know me it. for two weeks. <laughs> and we're still <laughs> <surprised. laughs> can't say that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing happened. All right. So Keaton is back at the tent that leads into the commune. Um, it is approaching three o'clock. What are you all doing? Les and I are approaching. Okay. Walking on up. We've divested ourselves of our important <laughs> items. Did we already <laughs> determine that we could actually get to over there where I could get home within a hundred feet? It is a hundred feet. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty I mean, big. I mapped out this thing precisely. I can't count. So. Hundred feet would be like here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're right. well, actually, walk in, we're fine. from the entrance to the mine is about eighty feet. I counted it out earlier. Oh, all right. Great point. Okay. So yeah, you can be on the outside where no one could see you from inside of the commune. Okay. Because I was curious if I stopped. Are you guys employing Rare in any of this, or are you just leaving her in the dark? We are. No, No, we've left her in the dark. She was was too grumpy with us. Too too grumpy. I was was going to say she seemed really green, but... Yeah, and grumpy about it. She's a noob. She also was a bit naive. She was very angry about our asking questions about things and trying to help, so... Was she? No. Kind of. Like she, she was, was going to murder us. She's like, why do you want to know? Why do I trust you? Well, I mean, you are she five was... people that just wandered into her tent. <laughs> hey, tell us stuff. Doesn't that all the time? I think wow. she gave... <laughs> so the impression I was attempting to give with her, I'll say, was that at first she was very forthcoming with information, but again, being very new was like, shit, maybe I've said too much. Yeah, she realized. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then upon, you know, oh, we killed Grizzle. We're good people. It was like, oh, I mean, I guess they're capable. And she didn't believe me, so we're good. <laughs> I mean, I showed her the sword that killed yeah. Grizzle. The yeah, steak how do you... It looks like a freaking sword. The theory cutter. The steak Get out of here. Go. You start doing your thing. Well, tell me what to do. Okay, don't do your thing. Now I'll start doing it. All right. <laughs> so we're walking up to Keaton. Can we go past him? Uh, yeah. He, so, as you start walking by, Keaton does start walking with you and says, Hello again. Are you... You're back, I see. It's not often that people wander in and then come back, but we're... I mean, we told you we were going to talk with other group and come back. Uh, well? We saw... I mean, you explained how the temple worked, and... I mean... If we were going to like, agree to something like that, we had to talk to people in our lives. So you've... Have you decided to embrace the transcendence? I'm not too sure yet. I, You have... We haven't met your leader yet, and... I mean, you have sermons, you have teachings, and I would like to hear them. I've heard them from you, like, the idea from your mouth, but... Yes. You have 
someone who's come back and has stayed here. And I would like to hear it from him. Yes. So, Father Humphrey will be busy shortly with um, discussions with some of the faithful. Um, Does he make an audience for those who are unfaithful at the moment, too? In his private quarters, no. However, you are welcome to attend the morning sermon. Mm. Is there any time before then we can meet him? Is his, he make any exceptions? When would you like to speak with him? Well, any time before 10 a.m. would be preferable. Make a persuasion check. No, that's a three. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that F- Father Humphrey is 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 very busy with the the other faithful, and he maintains a strict schedule. And I, I don't think that the time that he has right now with the individual members is, is critically important to a journey to transcendence. And I can't interrupt it. Well, can we talk with some of the other faithful? Absolutely, you're certainly welcome to speak to other members. Um, at this point, you all see uh, the doors of the the, the windows. Um, they are inside of the windows. There are wooden kind of um, shutters inside of the room that open up. Um, and you hear um, a voice call out for... Roy! Roy! Please, approach! And you see this young um, dwarf with a short cropped beard and a swollen face. Uh, again, in that same kind of a rough spun tunic uh, that the rest of the faithful wear. Quickly get up from underneath the pavilion and start to walk up the stairs to Father Humphrey's quarters before entering and closing the door. Um, Keaton, what brought you to the faithful? Well, we try our best not to discuss our lives outside of our work to transcendence, but I suppose as potential faithful, I'm originally from the town of Chouster in the western portions of the kingdom. I was a fairly successful trader there, but I heard of... I wanted something more than what my wealth was providing me, and I heard a rumor of somewhere in the Halcyon Plateau that could promise more. So I ventured here, and I've been here ever since. What is, what do you do to work towards transcendence? You do work, but what kind of work? Yes, it is mostly work of the mind. Clearing yourself of personal and emotional connections to the material world. Trying to free your mind of its bonds, but much of the work comes from counseling with Father Humphrey, for he is the one who chooses who gets to 
truly seek transcendence through work of the gem. So you stay here, you don't go out, heal people, work with the town. We have a contingent of folks. I'm not sure, perhaps you met Jill while you're in town? I don't think I have. Well, she's an odd one, been about in the sun. I'm gonna say a bit too much before she came here, but uh, we do venture into Horn Rock to try to spread the word of the glory of the gem. I know a couple of those. Spent too long in the sun. Yes, this is a very unforgiving place, and however we find comfort in the counsel of Father Humphrey and the promise that which the gem provides. Well, I think we should talk to the others, get a better idea of... If this is something for us. Yeah. I welcome you to it. If you require anything else of me, don't hesitate to ask. Okay. Do we get kind of similar answers from everyone else? What do you mean? <laughs> like, as far as... <laughs> These nine, other people have yeah. the same thing. Are they going to tell us, like, we don't really talk about our lives beforehand, or...? I mean, you guys would kind of have to talk to people. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay, so we just got a roleplay for 48 more minutes. That's what I was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. Let's go. Just very angrily sharpening my sword. <laughs> <laughs> and then rocks. <laughs> are there any kobolds around? No. Most... There are... Mostly humans and dwarves, um, a few elves. Hmm. Don't speak any other languages. Let us go up with the normal common life. No halflings. Did I notice that while we were walking through? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me questions. I've got answers. Um, I'm too like a human? Wait. Is there someone like? Does there anyone that looks like they're meditating? I mean, yeah. You work with what you know. <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, sitting over by the communal fire, um, there is an old um, female elf with um, black hair and pale skin, sort of just staring into the flames. Over there, right. sit beside her. Not right beside her, but mm-hmm. like around the fire. And she's she's I mean, up there for an elf. She's an old lady. She's just kind of staring into the fire. Excuse me. Uh, yes. <laughs> she's. <dead. laughs> she kind of blinks. We've already killed one yes. person today. <laughs> Hello, I'm new here. I would was just thinking about joining your group and wanted to know what it's like here. It is a very simple life. Oh, it lives that. It used to live that, but this seems very bare bones when you mean simple. Yes. Well, the promise of glorious riches through transcendence makes the simplicity of our time and the mortal coil that much more bearable and which is why we must disconnect from it so that Father Humphrey may deem us worthy to seek the glory of the gem Can you not reach it yourself? Or only through him? I am 
I have been here for a year, and I've lived a very long life. I've continued to try to disconnect myself from my past and my present and any thoughts of the future here in the material world, but Father Humphrey says, due to my age, I have gathered a lot of spiritual baggage and connections to this world that I must still continue to try to shake. I hope soon that I will be deemed ready, but I maintain my constant duties to prepare for that. Constant duties? What, what kind? Again, just attending sermon, council, and trying to rid myself of my mental connections to this world. If I focus on what I may do when I am finally worthy of seeking the glory of the gem, then that is when I... The time will have been worth it. Thank you. I don't think I fully understand yet, but I feel once I hear a sermon tomorrow... He speaks tomorrow, right? Yes, every morning. Every morning. You would, to fully understand it, you must take the first step and cast aside your possessions. As you have them on you, you are reminded of them. And then I will get a robe, or a tunic like yours. Yes. I don't know if I'm ready for that stuff yet, but you suggest before or after the sermon, I should make this choice. That is up to you. I cannot guide you on your own path to transcendence. Father Humphrey is an excellent guide, and you look young, much like many of the others who have transcended and returned. Us old folk, Father Humphrey says we have more time needed to clear ourselves of the fog of the material world. Is there anyone your age or human old have any of the older generation transcended? Yet? And you kind of get this look of pause from her as she kind of mills it over and says, No. But that that must be because we are... We've been around too long, especially myself. Yes. Yes, I understand. I must be... I must be going now. I... The sun is not good for my skin, and she walks over to gets up and walks over to the tents. Um, I'm like ally. Bless. Yeah. How old do you think I am? Um, I've never tried to age a being such as yourself. This is a real question. Well, I think it might be a nice test of them. 
if they think the old can't ascend. I'm wondering how old I actually look. I mean, I've always thought you're like you seem smarter than Lex. Very parenty at times. <laughs> so I would figure you I mean, in human terms, I suppose <clears throat> in your thirties, but that was But I only know of human terms. I've only lived with humans. Well, kobolds live about the same as humans, maybe a little longer, but I'm much older than 30. <laughs> Which, when he says that, like, that is, you've never heard. So, in the Fireswing Kingdom, as you all have kind of realized, and this is true throughout the kingdom, kobolds are pretty much used for, like, menial labor, dangerous tasks, the things that nobody else wants to do, and they are considered very expendable, um, and most do not live more than a few years within civilized life based on the types of work that they do. To hear of a kobold that is even over the age of 30 is quite remarkable. Uh, I think you'll pass just fine. (laughs) I mean, I don't know that the rest of them want us to join this cult and investigate it more, but... I think it was just an interesting thought. I'm heading into my seventh decade, and I don't think that they necessarily would realize that. I don't think anyone would. (laughs) There's a reason I can't carry much. These old bones aren't what they used to be. (laughs) Nor could I when they were what they used to be. (laughs) More than I could now. (laughs) Back it up, like, five years old. Like a 20 strength, you were perfect. I could carry a whole bag of oranges. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to talk to somebody else. We can wait and see what Helmy finds out. We can, yeah, continue our chats, see if there's any other old people around, and maybe talk with the younger ones, see what difference of opinion they have. Let's find a younger person. Or we can switch over to, yeah. So, going over to, um, I assume it probably around this point, your Helmy would be ready for his hot form, and been talking him through it the whole time. Listen, you're still an owl. You're gonna be a different bird for a little bit. You still got wings. It's gonna be fine. Cause I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. I just, in theory, should look different when I'm done. Don't give me that look. Is it like a slow transformation over the course of like oh, hours? It's like the animorphs, painful <laughs> transition. No, I just like I'm doing the transformation. Like I, I pop him out of existence, and when I pop him back, have you guys seen Split? It's like when he turns into the beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. now traumatized, and it's, so is he. It's very nice. <laughs> I pop him out of existence as an owl, and when I pop him back, he's a hawk. Ooh. And the hawk's just kind of like standing around me goes to like turn his head all the way around and just kind of like like, falls over in the dirt. Oh honey no. Honey no. That was really hilarious. Go. (sighs) Okay. Um. Lex? Yes Kaya? Uh. I'm going to see through his eyes and ears for a bit so mine aren't going to work super well. Uh. So could you just keep an eye on me please? Yeah, I suppose I can. You're not going to be traipsing off anywhere, right? 
the, the, my body's not. Okay. But my mind is. My well, my mind mind's been gone. <laughs> Where is my mind? Where is my mind? Um, now I have the piano version of that stuck in my head. Uh, so I'm going to go into Helmy's eyes and I'm going to flap off around the outside and come back. Right. And Helmy perches in one of the windows. Not not really he can be seen. Right. Anything. Like maybe the roof. <laughs> His perception is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Um, have Helmy make a perception check. As you listen. Ah, uh, oh, balls, I should have stayed as an owl. His keen sight isn't keen hearing. That's not that bad. Um, plus four. So 18. 18 perception. The voices are low and somewhat muffled through... Um, the. So, and that is not necessarily a completely accurate depiction. The um, room of this... This um, domicile kind of juts out like four feet from the cliff face before extending back down, um, sort of like a um, like a what is it like a sunroom kind of thing, like off the back of a house sort of thing. Um, and you hear two voices, both male. Um, You are hearing the very personal, intimate details of somebody's life as they speak to Father Humphrey. Um, Things that they have done that they feel were wrong. Um, Times they cheated people. Um, But then also just sort of counsel about leaving behind worldly possessions, disconnecting yourself from those memories, um, and speaking them out in counsel with Father Humphrey as being a way to alleviate yourself of those material world burdens and your past life, um, so he can begin to truly find transcendence. Um, speaking to him, you can hear a voice, um, saying, soon, soon, Roy, I can tell you are nearly there. You will soon go through the gates and be in the embrace of the glory of the gem. And through work, you will find transcendence. What is his voice like? Like an old dwarf. <laughs> Does he have the same kind of not really there quality that the others that we have met and talked to sort of have? Um, no, he seems very... This is... What's going on is very much almost a, like, a, a priest to a parishioner, a counselor to a, a counselee. Um, a advisor to um, an underling. There's a, a voice of authority, of reassurance, um, and make an insight check. And greed. <laughs> Nine. That's it. That's what you hear. <laughs> um, it seems like there. This is a like 
a con- almost like a confession and counseling kind of mixed together, but it is all centered around detaching yourself, revealing these personal details of yourself and detaching yourself from them. Um, but you were hearing things about Roy's, uh, not that you know it was Roy, but um, whoever's speaking to Father Humphrey, you're learning about his family, how he's been interacting with some of the um, people um, who he believes, you know, is still sort of working through some of their um, material connections, um, divulging virtually everything um, to Father Humphrey. Um, can I stay long enough to listen to? Is it going to be just the one person who went in for counseling? People go today? in and out. Um, can I stay and find out some more things about some of the other people? You don't have to necessarily tell me, like, what they are. Sure. Yeah. As long as you know. Yep. <laughs> uh, does he ever say anything... Does he ever say anything weird? Um... One thing that does kind of catch you, um, is that... You... I want to determine this. Would you roll for percent? You rolled an eighteen. That's pretty good. Um, so Roy asks, you know, it it seems that many of the older people have been here for a long time, and he's not heard stories of people, older people returning. And Father Humphrey reiterates that it's because of how long they've been alive they carry much more baggage than the younger people, so it's easier for the younger people to transcend. Um, Roy, which you gather, Roy is originally from Horn Rock, um, and he's been here for about four months. Um, there's also kind of some questioning about the food and how the grounds of the commune are fairly scarce of other than a, a handful of, you know, scrawny-looking mangy goats um, and a few, you know, potted plants here and there, um, where does the food come from? They all eat. Where does it come from? And Father Humphrey just says, the gem provides. Oh, man, they eat yes. um, And <laughs> so one, one so that, that's, that's a shed, by the way. Oh. A storage shed. Um, I did not mention that. Before the end of all of this, uh, can I try to very quietly hop down as Helmy and see in to see what I can see? Yeah. Um, you hop down to the ledge. Um, there's a little bit of light kind of coming through some of the creases, um, but you can't see inside. Can I like go around? Can I go around the outside? Yeah, there's, there's two windows on the facade of this um, kind of overhang and checking both of those at similar situation. Wooden shutters that seem to be shut. Okay, I'll just until it's over, I'll I'll pop back to myself for just a moment and then see if anything has changed and then I'll just pop back into Helmy and listen for the duration. Okay. How many things have been fighting in the meantime? <laughs> <laughs> you, you open your eyes and there are eight dead ogres. Lex <laughs> has been punching rocks. Yeah. <laughs> just chop them right here. 
You helped. <laughs> and I, I th this around noon is when <clears throat> that would have noon noonish. Yep. A while ago. Yes. We were on the road. Yes. Um. Yeah. So when it's over, yeah. I'll come back. All right. And see if they've come back yet. Yep. Let's come back to these two. What are you both doing? You've just talked, spoken with Isa. Uh, um. Should we find oh. the younger? And Roy oh. has begun to journey down. Um. At which point you hear Isa from the open windows, which then shut, and you see Isa leave one of the tents and begin moving up the stairs to Father Humphrey's quarters. Should we go after our X-Wing person? Royce? Roy. Roy. We, yeah, we can go ask Roy what he's... what Humphrey has told him. Or we can find a younger... Roy was younger, right? Mm -hmm. we, let's go talk to Roy. So the, uh, the people that you kind of see... So you see Roy. You see Keaton. Um, Isa... Uh, and then there's a very old man with bushy white eyebrows and a mustache. And then there is a, like, probably 1920-ish year old um, human female with olive skin and lots of tattoos. Hmm. I'm going to go to Roy first. Okay. Um, So, is he going back to his tent, or is he... He's walking under the pavilion. Under the pavilion? Um, so I'm gonna go up to him. Yeah. Your name's Roy. I heard you get called up to the Master Humphrey? Yeah, that's right. Hi, I'm sorry, I'm new here. Um, as you can see, we haven't cast away anything yet, but I've heard that's the first step to this. Yes, and, and if, if you don't mind, I don't need to know your name, because I'm trying to really... Not connect with people. Understood. I, I will keep it to myself. Um, but I was just wondering about your experience here. Yeah. I was thinking about joining and I want to know some first-hand experiences and you were called up, so I figure... Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've been here for about four months. I'm, I came from Horn Rock and I didn't want to be a miner, like everyone in my family before me. I wanted something more and, well, I met some of the folks in town, um, the, the faithful, and I thought it sounded, I thought it sounded great. So I came and I've, I've been here ever since. What called you here instead of one of the other temples? Well, you have I, one being built in your town right now. Why come all the way out here? I've, I've lived in Hornrock all my life, and it's not the most beautiful place, nor is it... I mean, you've been out here. You've ventured here. It's a bit of a hellscape. And I didn't want to toil away at some temple to some god I didn't know anything about. I, I wanted I wanted the promise of, of something. I wanted and while the Seeking the gem and transcendence and the stories about I've heard from people have seen those who have returned, those that have went through the gates and then come back some other time. Uh, it was it's what's kept me here. 
Have that you promise. seen one yet? Someone who's come back? I've, I've not. I've not, no. What are the gates that they come through? Well, when Father Humphrey thinks... Have you been in the temple? Yes. When Father Humphrey thinks you're ready, he takes you through the, the doors there. That is where Father Humphrey first found transcendence and the power of the gem. And, well, everyone that ventures through there, I've, I've been told, has has returned, or at least will return. But those were the ones who found the true rewards. And I hope that soon, I will too will be able to be chosen by Father Humphrey. Thank you, Roy. You, you really should consider it. I don't know who you are or where you came from. Perhaps I'll know your name if you, you join. But you really should consider it. This, we are, everyone just lives for a short time and then it's over. Why not spend that time working to something that is just incredibly, unimaginably beautiful and glorious? Well, I think we're both taking it under heavy consideration. We're planning to get a sermon tomorrow morning. Yes. Just avoid those people out there in the tent. They've... Some of them were rather disagreeable when they came in here. But I guess... Never mind. It's just... They came in asking a lot of questions. They came here and... Yes, there was a dragonborn, a halfling, and a tiefling. Um... Did I they think it's trouble. Or? Well, they just—they sounded very accusatory, and they seemed to want to be blaming people or Father Humphrey for, you know, people maybe leaving their families or—and they don't understand the transcendence and how when people return, it's proof of the glory of the gem. They didn't want to believe it, and that's why transcendence may not be for everyone, but it's certainly for me. Did they leave you alone after that, or...? Yes, I mean, we... They've been... I, I think I've seen their tent out there, but they haven't... ventured back into the commune for several days. They left after bothering you, though? Yes, they went out back to the tent. I saw them out there, but they've not come back in since. They were a little pushy. Nothing violent or anything, I don't want to speak ill of them, but... They just don't understand. Hmm. Well, I suppose not when... I mean, I can understand, I... When you follow a different path, sometimes you don't understand the new one right in front of you. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, thank you. I think we'll see you again tomorrow. Alright, wonderful. We, for the sermon? For the sermon. Excellent. Shall we head back to a friend's bus? I think so. So we'll head back out, find the rest of them. <clears throat> now there's 20 elders. <laughs> <laughs> and Lex, will you snap her out of it? Oh, okay, Kyle back. <laughs> well, we've learned some things. The old are not admitted. It seems they have too much baggage or something. Uh, 
I learned some things too. The <laughs> you learned some really <laughs> personal things, I like the kind of stuff that like everyone's kind of ashamed of, but they don't tell anybody. And then yeah, you heard, heard it all. So many things. But I don't think they're gonna let us through that door, whether we ask nicely or not. That is, I guess, those who transcend head through the door, and then after a while they return back from it through it. Cool, I've always wanted to be a god. Well, I think knowing some of our group, our best option might be to take the two days, go around the back rather than causing a disturbance here and perhaps starting something some of us wouldn't want to finish. We don't want to try to sneak in in the middle of the night? We can, I suppose. I honestly hadn't thought of that. Do you think you can break in those doors? That Just for information, that's what um, Dips and Herman did. Is one, Dips went to the temple at night and Herman tried to sneak into Father Humphrey's room at night. Okay. I think perhaps we sneak around the back and it's we lose four days, but isn't that when if, the caravan's leaving? If four we'll have days to catch up. We're not sure. We don't know how far through the doors you have to go. Caravan leaves in seven days from today. So oh. we still have some That's time. Not what <laughs> A week is ten days. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Personally I think if we can avoid a nasty confrontation especially with these folks that we have no idea of their inclinations or proclivities. I have for... a little bit of an idea of some of their inclinations and proclivities. <laughs> I think we have less of an idea why it might be in two days' worth of the caves, though. I'll take my chances with monsters. I think they're a bit more of a known quality than a group of crazed cultists. I agree with Ally. We've wanted to go into this mine anyways. Do you think they're the ones asking for oil from the... Well, that's the thing. What did the Chrome have to do with all of this? It might not be them, but maybe that's part of... I, they, I don't know. You mean the, 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 oil is, the oil is a valuable commodity, and they're in there collecting gems that just disappear when these people return back through the gates. When I was listening, um, one of the things that kept coming up, people were concerned about where the food was coming from. As you see, they don't they don't have very much here. Something like olive oil could be very, very useful in a place where there isn't a lot of food. It could lubricate their transition to the other side, too. <laughs> Get all greased up. Hot down in the back. They grease you up and say, all right, going to the gym. <laughs> they put you down the water slide. <laughs> the grease and slide. If it seems more people is something that they're after, that's something else that the Grong had a proclivity to collect. That's true. They didn't capture old Marcus. They didn't deliver him either, though, but... Marry him as well. Yes. Miriam as well. She's very upset that she said the same thing as Aaron. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys are two peas in a pod. You guys are identical. Turn around and found it all. I think we set out now then rather than wait. 
I, do we bring Rare? Do we tell Rare what our plan is? She seemed awfully upset, and perhaps looping her in might calm her, keep her from doing anything rash. I almost feel safer of having her with us than leaving her behind. It's like six or seven, right? It's almost dark. Um, at this things. point, it would be... Uh, we'll say four-ish, five o'clock-ish. The way I see things, if we leave Rare alone in this, she's just going to do something to get herself hurt. So maybe bringing her with us is probably the best way to keep her alive. So I'm not attending the sermon tomorrow. I don't think so. That was fun. It would seem to be a chance to at least see Father Humphrey. Oh, I've seen oh, him. I think we'll see him. Doesn't he make evening rounds? Seems the best time to see him is in the morning. I think we should leave now, personally, but I think we've known enough. There's something undesirable going on here. Absolutely. I think the the less time we waste, the better. I think if we if we're really concerned about not wasting time, then we should stick around and at least try to sneak on up in the middle of the night. But we know two have gone missing when they tried that. Well, they split up, and they probably couldn't pick a lock that well either. Yesterday, you were worried about your skills picking a lock. <laughs> the only one way to practice. This isn't the time for practice. I say we go the long way. I just don't want to get lost in the mine and spend days and weeks and die down there starving. There are worse fates. And I can't see in the dark. I Afraid can make light. <laughs> I can make light for you. We kill more monsters, we'll be able to eat fine. And we've got plenty of water. Have to be considered if we can even be in the temple alone. Are compasses a thing in this world? You guys don't have one. I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> compasses are a thing. Yeah. Does <laughs> magnetism <laughs> exist? <laughs> no <laughs> magnets. Because nobody knows how they work. We've no level. Oh, compasses oh. will be a thing by the time we hit next level. What? Mm-hmm. I'll always know which way is north. Oh, shit. <laughs> Take that feet. <laughs> DM annoyance one. Remember that thing you said eight sessions ago? I remember that, right? <laughs> you, you pull up YouTube and you're like, <laughs> scrubbing. Pause. We'll be right back. I have to watch a few hours of video. I have a half elf GPS. <laughs> Should we find a compass and then head into the mine? <laughs> They're incredibly rare. They're like telescopes. <laughs> if you if none of you want to listen to the sermon and see Father Humphrey, then it's fine. We yep. can go in. We can. Sounds like it's fine then. I don't know if he's the cause of things. I don't know if it's. I don't know that he's making things better. True. He didn't seem like the rest of them, bless. That that quality that everyone else has seemed to have, that holding on, I don't know how to describe it, but it wasn't the same, having listened to him speak. Well, the rest just seemed to want to 
have something better, which I don't understand. They're giving up everything to have something better later instead of just doing works. Yeah, they claim to give up their materialism, but their whole goal is to become rich in gems and all this. It doesn't make sense, but I don't think these things often make sense, and perhaps that's the draw to them sometimes. Sometimes the promise of more is enough. But yes, I compass and on our way, or just on our way. I so to get a compass, we'll hike two hours back to town. I hope say we at least go back to Rare. Maybe Rare is a compass. It was like across the hall from you guys right <laughs> yeah. now, like, like there. <laughs> yeah, we have our private meetings. It's fine. Don't want to scare. So you want to go ask your friend if she if they have a compass? No, I want to inform. At least tell her not to get involved with them while we're gone. I honestly, I, I I do wonder if we should just bring Rare with us. I already said my piece on whether or not Rare should follow us. I, I agree. I I think we will be in much more dangerous situations as long as she keeps her wits and stays out here. I think she'll be fine. Does Rare really strike you as someone who has lots of wits? We could... We could ask her. We could. What she intends to do. If she just intends to wait, or if she's got any ideas about doing something rash. Well, let's go ask her then. Uh, Did you guys find out what happened to... Francis. No, not Francis. Meryl. Dib. We didn't Dips. ask about Dips. it. Well, it seemed they came in, caused a bit of a ruckus. It seems a lot of them weren't happy with them. They left, and then Dips and Herman. the others heard nothing of them again. But we know they snuck back in, so... Yeah. So we'll go to talk to Rare. Right. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you go inside then? You went to the commune? What did you think? Did you see anything? It's a bit strange in there. Yes. They're such weird people. They are. They've... Apparently Father Humphrey's a bit of a magnetic personality. Get out of here. He's the compass. <laughs> <laughs> He's the compass for their morality. Uh, so they exist in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Compasses for morality? That's the big dark secret that no one knows about my world. <laughs> Magnets. <laughs> but yes, I, so so you you agree then that there's something not right with that place? There's most certainly something not right. People have gone missing. Your two compatriots are vanished into thin air. Yes. I think we've decided to come around from the back at it. The back. Yes, there's another way into this mine that they've claimed as their transcendence gate. How did you get this information? Well, we performed a feat of favor, I don't, whatever you want to call it. I'm not great with words. We've been For the mine this. master, and he looked through his big book of mines and told us how to get in. So, oh. It was totally unrelated, no, so we thought, to, to this. To the, to, the mi- to the temple people. I mean, we're trying to get her to come with us, right? Yeah, but I thought that was a secret secret. Well, you don't, she doesn't, you haven't told her that you're doing a favor no, we this for the mine. No, 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 we, we got the favor, we got the I thought information when, of the mine yeah, I thought for rescuing like, Marcus. Yeah, yeah I thought he gave we got that, but then, like, 
the the guy was like, we don't do this often. Don't tell anyone. Oh, I don't remember that. Al, I didn't remember that. <laughs> he run it right in the court. Yeah. Clap yeah, but it was like a no, like no, a no. It was Grizzle paper was the thing he didn't want. The Steadman is the one who mm -hmm. sent us on this mission. We haven't said anything. Only get back to the Steadman. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, fine. It's okay, fine. We're, we're, we're in the clear. Was I not so, supposed to say something? <laughs> so you all... There's another way in, then. There well, are several, There's several, seems. yes. It's a very large, intricate mine, but we know of one entrance about two days from here. And another about four more. Three well, more. Seven more. We just know it's, it's pretty days far. from here, right? We don't actually know where it is. Well... You, we were given... So, you guys were given directions. We were given so. The map-ish. Yeah. He drew it on his hand. He said, you go to the plan, and you go to the plan. And they wrote down all the notes. Yeah. I even brought an extra crowbar just in case. <laughs> Perfect. Well, if... Gonna break this one? Rand, do, do you have a compass? I, I don't. <laughs> Come on, Rand. Um, I... If you are thinking that you can get in... In a back way, I would... Maybe that's where... Dips and Herman wound up. Maybe they went further in. Maybe they got lost. That is our hope, at least. I would like to go with you if I could. Golden. I don't think we have any reservations on that. Excellent. No, I, I, I think... don't think you'll find Dips and Herman this way, though. Why not? I don't think they would have put them in the mines. Well, they certainly aren't in the camp, and this is a... Well, even if... <laughs> Perhaps the, the back entrance will lead us to a way to where then we can we can come in the back and come up the front, and that way we'll see if Herman and Dips are there. That's the That's idea. That's the plan. Sure. Yes. Is there anything that you need to get ready for spelunking? Two days of spelunking. Just whips a backpack on. <laughs> <laughs> Got my headlamp. Safety vest. But she doesn't have a compass. No, no, no. Um, yeah, she says, well, I'm, I'll leave the tent here and some supplies in case Dips and Herman do come back. Are you comfortable leaving now? We are leaving the night. There's nothing holding me here. Okay. Well, that settles that then. We should get moving. Alright. Gonna go for a walk. Going for a walk. Taking some walkies. Right. Do I need to break down this giant tent? No. No, we leave it there. <laughs> you can have all of my torches. I don't want them. Alright. That's how you fold a tent. Huh? That's how you fold a tent. So <laughs> it is so real quick, it is. Prob like like I said, probably around like five or six o'clock right now. You guys are want to head out now. You got about you know a few hours left before it gets dark. So might as well walk through the night. While you gather your things, I ask Kaya, may I still have my? Am oh, I oh, of course, of course. Thank you. So can she sees you tie them up. <laughs> She's like, I packed it under the tent. Ow. <laughs> so so rare kind of looks at the, this exchange. And you can see her horns kind of come up slightly and then kind of almost like swoop down her head. Oh. Um, she looks at me. Why did you cut off your horns? Well, I had a similar question to that earlier in this trip. 
where I come from, there's only one tiefling. Yeah. Me. And sometimes two. Feel also, more like you belong in an area, you remove some things. I understand that. In Chastile, there are some tieflings. I mean, there's not a lot of us, but you do see some. Really? Yeah, it's, it's a fairly large city. Do you know someone named... Caton? Is he from Tristan? Uh... Chowster. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yes. So, if... I mean, that that's where our temple is, and there's at least one other tiefling that's in, in an acolyte, and Chestiel's a place of of religion and, and learning. There's a lot there for, I think, people like us. It seems... Do they... No, it's fine. Um... Did you join your religion later, or were you born into it? I, I joined. Mm. There were... I was young, and abandoned, and on the streets for more years than I would like to remember, but I sought a place where I could belong, where I could have purpose. And a place that would feed me. <laughs> and that's where I found the light of Gringaris. And I joined the temple. And I became one of their... I guess we don't have a name, but... The traveling acolytes, if you will. We go and try to help people investigate problems solve situations throughout the kingdom on behalf of the temple and this is my first mission well I come from a traveling group myself and after your first time out it becomes easier which group? you, you wouldn't know us it's I, okay I mean we did similar things to to what you speak of, we helped people, we healed people, we did work, and now not so much. Under, under whose light do you bask, bless? No, oh, I pronounce things again. You just see every time, Almirius. Oh, yes. And like on her horns, you can see the arrows. Uh huh. Yes. Um, and we helped as much as we could. Now I don't know what they're doing, but I strive to still keep the same teachings. That's commendable. I'm trying to learn that too. Well, let's pack up and we can talk about it more on the road. Sounds good. Puts on her headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> Lights the candle on it, closes it. <laughs> Yeah, the rest of my gear from people, my healing kit that yes. I very definitely need. Not that we're at a point where we've got fan art ever, but that's the fan art I want to see. All of this is spelunking okay. gear. Is rare. Rare with, with the spelunking gear ready to go. No, or a white robe. Spelunking gear, but like a candle. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somewhere along the journey, I'm gonna ask uh, my ward. 
<laughs> yeah, you guys begin to head out. Yeah. First day, For, second day. You guys do go um, further. You guys make your way back out to the main road. Um, from what you understand, it's about a half a day's journey on the main road and then a day and a half through some fairly uncharted kind of, like, at least not well-traveled territory in the Halcyon Plateau. Um, the sort of carve out where the, the commune is is not far from the main road. Um, and really journeying through the plateau um, since you left Kavorka, you very much stuck to the main path. Lex, you have those scars on your neck. It's a brand, right? Um, yeah. I, I guess that's what you'd call it. Is that how you named yourself? Um, I mean, that's what Patton named me when he saw him. Are you okay with this name? I guess I never really thought of it. Um, I don't think I had really a name before then. And you like Lex? Yeah. Doesn't bother me, I guess. And describe what he's talking about. So, just below the hood, uh, or usually obscured by the hood, um, that... Lex wears. There's um, a burn leading about middle of his back of his neck and down into his shoulder. Um, but it is obscuring um, the letters L, X, and X. Um, and the it's more like a, a, a crew tattoo, but it's very stylized for the lettering, um, so it's intentional. Um, but yeah, it's something that was used to mark him. I just wanted to make sure it didn't have any negative connotations for you. No. I... That's not the thing that makes me angry. What is the thing that makes you angry? I just, seeing how things were at that camp and knowing from everything Kai and you and Bless were able to come back with, this is someone who's effectively keeping people prisoner by just holding something out that they're all desperately seeking. He's keeping all the power to himself. And it's pretty plain to see by anyone who's not fallen for whatever spell he has. And I have to be honest, I'm really glad that we're taking this route right now because it's taking a lot for me to try and do anything discreetly about this. Because if I had my way about it, I'd be bringing down his entire camp myself and laying his body out before them to see just how much of a fraud he is. Okay. <laughs> it might come to that still. 
Yeah. And I don't know if I want that or not, but... Thanks for asking, Syl. Of course. I think that's where we will end for this evening and pick up next time as you all venture further into the Halcyon Plateau and in, in seeking out the alternative entrance to the Clapper Stash Mine. Yes, did you have... I thought you raised your hand. <laughs> like, we could up and storm the camp instead of coming out here and dying to some goddamn griffins. It's gonna be dumb. Griffins don't scare me anymore. <laughs> okay. You say that. You were killed by, almost killed by one. We dragged one back like a day and a half. So, adventure and mystery are afoot for our heroes as they try to... What if they're just really nice people? <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us uh, for another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a Party Foul Games production. Uh, we Thank you for joining us here, and we hope to see you next time. And as we always say, in the game of life and all others, roll on.